Hello, listeners. It's your host, Bella, and this is Day Thoughts, a podcast where I break down and share my opinion on deep topics I find myself contemplating throughout the day. Day Thoughts is centered around open conversation and unique perspectives from both myself and guest speakers about various subjects like mental health, spirituality, and self-help. You can expect to see new episodes available for streaming every Friday. For the next three weeks, we will be exploring the topic of self-love in my self-love series, Loving You. This is episode six. Stay tuned. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in today. This is episode six of my eight episode self-love series. So um, it's pretty exciting. I mean, I'm a little bit sad to be this close to the end because I love talking about self-love and, you know, it's just been fun. But um, there's better things to come. Not better things, but more exciting things as well. So (laughs) trust me, you will not be disappointed. Um, But really fast, I do just want to say that since it's the season of Valentine's Day, happy Valentine's Day. I hope that you're taking this season of love to not just love on others, but to be loving on yourselves. Um, And finally, I am going to be talking about stable relationships today. So, you know, what is a healthy relationship? Why is it so important? How can you detect signs of a bad relationship? Um, And what do you do once you realize that you are in a toxic dynamic. Um, so yeah, all of those questions will be answered by just me today. I do not have any guest speakers. So anyways, sit back and tune in. So healthy relationships. Um, why are they so important? Why is it not only a desire, but a necessity? Well, I'm glad you asked. Healthy relationships, I think I don't really need to spend a bunch of time explaining just because you guys know, like, you know what it feels like. It's, you know, it's good for your being as just in general, you know, it motivates you, it inspires you, you feel loved and supported in everything that you do. And you can have somebody to share memories with, you know, I'm somebody who really, I enjoy my company. I'm a, I'm a great time. But I have had times in my life where I'm doing something, even if it's with a group of people, and I'm just like, wow, like if this person was here, this would just really bring the moment together. And to have somebody like that in your life, that is such a blessing because, you know, once you find the person, and I guess person or multiple people in your life that you just love to be around and you thrive with them and you guys have a good time and you have similar hobbies and desires and passions and you guys just motivate each other like that is just there's nothing that compares you know um so that is a huge part I think in the um era of COVID we are not designed to be alone like as human beings we are created for relationship even introverts. And I consider myself closer to being an introvert than I am an extrovert. I'd say I'm kind of in the middle. I jump back and forth from day to day. I'm an ambivert. That's the word. Sorry if I mispronounced that. But anyway, as human beings, we were never meant to do this thing alone. And that's why we feel so empty and sad. And, you know, this like darkness weighs over us when we don't have any kind of healthy connections or legitimate, real, raw relationships with people. Um, so yeah, I mean, healthy relationships are important and not just healthy relationships, but relationships in general, like spending your entire life by yourself 
is just not healthy. And I think like with quarantining and everything, it just kind of became more of a priority to make sure that we are all healthy and safe. But I don't think, you know, until at least a year in that people were starting to realize the effects of being alone all the time. And it's, it's staggering. Like look up the statistics of depression and anxiety rates for people that are alone. It's just, it proves my point. It brings it home. Um, relationships are critical, but healthy ones, especially because while healthy relationships will build somebody up and encourage them and motivate them and give them a source of joy in their life, toxic relationships will do the exact opposite. And when you're in the midst of an unhealthy, toxic dynamic, it can be really hard to detect. Like I'm somebody who's very protective of myself And even I've been surprised looking back at times and I'm like, wow, I didn't see that. Like, I didn't see how I was being treated by that person. And it's like, you know, it's possible to have rose-colored goggles in any kind of dynamic. Having relationships with people and the quality of that relationship can really determine a lot about the kind of person that someone becomes. And that that sentence is kind of loaded because it's so broad. But... I guess I can kind of explain with like a vague example, like somebody who grows up in a loving household where their parents support them and encourage them, that kid generally will grow up to be more confident in themselves and in their abilities. Whereas a kid who grows up in a toxic household, that's the polar opposite of the home I just described, that child can absolutely reach a point where they are confident and they do love themselves but it's a way, way more challenging journey. I go back to the household because that is one of the most important environments where a child grows up, but there's other aspects, you know, like school, who you're surrounded by socially, and there's so many different things that I think contribute to the kind of person that somebody is, but at the end of the day, we are the product of the way we've been treated, and I I hope what I'm saying is making sense. Um, relationships play a big role in who we are is what I'm trying to say. And that's why this is in the self-love series, because I'm giving advice on ways to love yourself. And part of that is surrounding yourself with the right kind of people. But ultimately, when you are surrounded by people that don't love you, don't care about you, mistreat you, you know, talk about you behind your back, if you can't trust them, and it's just, or it's just this controlling, manipulative, you know, I could go on and on, I can make a whole list. But when you're in that kind of relationship with somebody, and you're stuck in that little dynamic, it affects you on so many levels. And the sucky thing is, once you finally realize, okay, this is not healthy, I need to get, I need to get away. Like I need to distance myself from this person or potentially, I hate to say cut them off because that sounds so like, oh, like I'm ghosting them on social media. I'm blocking them. Or, you know, I don't mean that in like a a mature manner with a, you know, a sit down conversation, possibly if that's safe. Um, once you are through with it, you now have to work through everything that you went through in that relationship so that you don't carry that weight, you don't carry that baggage with you in life, for one, and you don't carry that baggage into future relationships. People who have had 
untrustworthy friends, you know, maybe somebody that they thought they could trust turned around and and backstabbed them. Maybe they have a hard time trusting new people and opening up to new people. At the end of the day, it's it's so important to recognize patterns that are unhealthy and abusive or toxic just so that you can get out of it as quickly as possible. And it's also important as someone who may care about someone else to alert them when you're seeing red flags, you know, obviously it's not up to you. You can't control them. Um, but what I mean is if you're seeing that someone you love is being mistreated by someone else, it's important that you bring that up to them because, you know, in the past, I have not seen things until someone else told me, someone that cared about me that I knew I could trust was saying, hey, um, I'm seeing some red flags here. Did I listen? No, I did not. But I was told nonetheless. And so it's important to do that for people you care about. But I kind of already talked about signs of a unhealthy relationship dynamic, but just to kind of make it easier, like note-taking, I guess, um, if it hurts your self-esteem, if it causes you to feel negatively influenced, like if you are pressured into doing things, or I guess the better way to say that is people that aren't on the same page as you, I guess, they don't have the same mindset or goals about important things in life. Um you know, if your mental health struggles, if you feel depressed and anxious around somebody or because of somebody, and, you know, you just get this overwhelming sense that this person does not care about you. They do not have your best interest at heart. Maybe you feel like they're controlling you or lying to you or anything like that. These are major red flags. These are not typical feelings in a healthy relationship. And I'm saying it because it can be easy to dismiss things and say, well, this person's always been good to me. It's just lately they've been this, you know? And I'm not going to say people don't make mistakes. I've made more mistakes than I could ever count. But I'm just saying, you know, a pattern is different than a mistake. And that is so important to understand. Address it early and deal with it early and trust your gut feeling. You were given a conscience and a gut feeling for a reason, listen to it. If something is telling you that something is off, trust that. How can you tell if you're in a healthy one? What if you've never really had that close friend before or that significant other that you think maybe they're the one and you're like wondering, okay, well, how do I know when I've found that? From my experience, you it is good for your mental health. You feel energized. You feel happy and in a good way. Like you just, you want to see them. They motivate you and push you to be your best. They're always there when you need them. You know, it's a mutual care and support for each other. Um, you know, that is a good sign. That is a green light, green flag. We love that. Someone that's pushing you to be better, that's a good thing. Um, someone that's honest with you, obviously, you know, like if I left the room today, I don't have a doubt in my mind that this person would not say one thing about me. You know, if they say something to me, if they come to me in confidence, I can trust that their word is their word. You know, that again, huge, huge. And I said previously, like it is kind of important. I mean, politics and every, that's not what life is about, but it does help when you are on the same page with somebody and you guys kind of share a wavelength because it can be very challenging at times if you guys have serious political views, serious religious views, and someone does not share that with you. Is it possible to have a healthy relationship with someone that you don't agree with on most things? Absolutely. 
But is it more challenging and probably not incredibly beneficial to only have people like that in your life? You know, it's, you get what I mean. But at the end of the day, I've talked about what does a bad, unhealthy relationship look like? And so now you can maybe see the signs better. You probably already knew this stuff. Ultimately, what do you do once you see this? You catch it, you're like, okay, this is not healthy. It's important to make sure that no matter what, no matter how badly this person has treated you, you do not disrespect them. If you want to come out on top, if you want to come out the bigger person, you're not in control of them. At the end of the day, you're only in control of yourself. So if you're having a sit-down conversation with them to tell them, hey, this isn't working out, I need to break this off, fine, do it. But do it respectfully. And no matter how they react, don't allow yourself to entertain that, you know? And that way you don't have to look back with regrets because... I can't think of a single relationship in my life, current or past, that I don't regret anything I've ever done. You know, it's not possible to be perfect. But what I'm saying is, when it really comes down to it, you don't want to look back with regrets and say, wow, okay, maybe I mistreated this person too. Because in that case, it can be tricky to leave a situation that's not healthy when there's something that somebody can hold over your head. At the end of the day, that's not an excuse. You know, it's not like, oh, you're right. Well, because I lied to you, now I can't end this friendship when you've now lied to me a million times since then. It's just super important that you hold yourself to a higher standard, no matter how that person is treating you or reacting to you. Also, I would say before you approach the situation, make sure that your mind has been made up because. Manipulative people have the ability to turn a situation and make you question yourself. So if you go into the conversation saying, okay, I know for a fact this is toxic, this is unhealthy, I need to get out, go in with that mindset and do not let anything change that. In this case, if somebody was apologizing, they had seriously messed up and they truly loved you and cared about you and truly just wanted a second chance, that is completely different. But someone that has proven that no matter how many chances you give them, it doesn't matter to them. They will kick it to the curb and do it again. Okay, you get what I mean? There's a difference. But I promise you, when you look back, you will not regret taking the high road. When you realize that you're in a healthy friendship, a healthy relationship that's building you up, foster it, take care of it, address things. You know, don't let little things get under the surface because it is possible to lose someone that's really good for you over really stupid, petty stuff. You know what I mean? Like, just don't let that kind of stuff get in between you guys. Be sure to, you know, reciprocate the energy, love back, support back, you know, give the same energy that you want to receive. And if you do that, you know, you can pretty much ensure that those relationships will stay intact and it's important to have those relationships. Um, so yeah, that is enough of me, you know, talking like an expert. <laughs> I'm not an expert, obviously. These, this is just advice that I've learned from so many wise people in my life. This is some advice from what I've picked up along the way. Um, and a lot of it is scripture-based because I am a Christian. I do have faith and I do believe that God's way of doing things is the best way of doing things. So of course, I'm always going to encourage peacemaking, but also having enough respect for yourself to exit to kindly exit a situation that sucks. Um, anyway, that's enough of that. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope that it was helpful to you. Um, and if not, I hope it was at least entertaining. Um, next week, I'm going to be talking about overcoming societal standards, which is 
Oh man, I cannot wait. And I do have a guest speaker with me on that episode. Literally the perfect person for this. Um, So stay tuned for that. Thank you guys for listening in today and I will see you next week. Bye.